When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. The judges are drunk. The verdicts are random. So random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. Oh, I think we'd be popular. We're what America needs right now. <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken to her. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of True Crimes Against Wine. I'm... Topher. Your? Rachel? <laughs> Why am I saying both like of my names? Awkward, um, one of those awkward voicemails that people do. Uh, <laughs> I'm Topher. I'm Rachel, and we're going to do this in voicemail format, Yes, apparently. we are. Rachel is going to be guiding us through the wonderful worlds yes. of celebrity knowledge today. And Topher is going to tell us about alcohol. Yay! Yeah. This is going to be an exciting episode because yes. it's yet another episode of firsts and actually kind of a strange first. I want to say first and foremost, Okay. one of the really fun things for me, at least as kind of a wine nerd of mm-hmm. doing this podcast and all these recordings is that I am being exposed to a lot of things that I normally, they wouldn't be on your radar. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lots of really fun new regions that I normally mm-hmm. wouldn't have necessarily pursued myself like the uh, Michigan Gewurztraminer and things like that. So today Mm -hmm. we're doing something really kind of wacky. Yes. It's definitely a first for me. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming it's a first for you as well. Probably. We're doing a red blend Mm. from Tennessee. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had a wine from Tennessee before. Here's the interesting thing about this, though, to me. You know, Michigan, we don't really think of as wine country. No, we don't. But they do have a really thriving wine country, and they actually have their own AVA, their own American viticulture area. Mm -hmm. Tennessee does not have that. So where did this wine come from? (laughs) Well, (laughs) so here's the deal. Part of Western Tennessee is part of something called, and I need to look at my notes again because I don't want to... I don't want to get this wrong and piss people off. Please send over your, your name, <laughs> by the way, not me, just him. So there's something called the Mississippi Delta AVA. Okay. And that's that's a large wine region that stretches from the eastern side of Mississippi into a little bit of the western part of Tennessee and all okay. the way down into Louisiana. So does it follow the river then? Yeah, okay. it does. Now, I'm not going to knock something until I've tried it, obviously. Okay. But I will say, I don't know how I feel about wines in louisiana okay hot take from topher (laughs) it's just well because i think of louisiana as being such a really humid and hot yeah like languid sort of yeah climate i think of true blood honestly yeah that's fair you know Mm -hmm. so that's interesting anyway this is not from louisiana it just made me think but this particular one is not from an actual recognized wine region this is just someone growing vines and making wine okay well and it, you're so impatient. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and open it while I continue <laughs> to talk. Fine. So it reminds me of, I know, I'm very curious too. It's, yeah. It reminds me very much of North Georgia. So, you know, okay, we, we so live here in Georgia. Yeah. And there, there we is. We live in Georgia, not near Georgia. Let's clarify that. I said near North Georgia. Did I say near Georgia? Yeah. Oh. Well, who knows? There's no way to find out. It's not like we're recording us or anything. Yeah. We do live in Georgia. We do. And I will go up usually once a year and try some wineries up there. And there's not an, well, there is an AVA towards the north now, but it's uh, 
very, very new. I think it was established in 2018. Oh, okay. But most of the wineries there aren't necessarily part of that. Okay. And there's actually one called Sanita Vineyards that I am really, really into. And they do like an Italian style. Ooh. And it's shockingly, shockingly good. You think of those local wines as being a little... Meh. Yeah. You know? Well, let's try that on a future episode. We could do that on a yeah. future episode. We could. All right, this so is a very squeaky cork, by the way. That's what they all say. It is a real cork. We talked about corks before. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was a squeaky quirk. We are both in silly moods. Today, we are in silly say, moods. Okay. I know. I think it's that like it, it's beautiful out today. It is like a it's nice... that perfect like winter, let's hole up kind of day. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like wrap yourself on a blanket. Yes, very hibernation day. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is a red blend, like I said. Okay. So what makes a red blend a red blend? Just like a different mixture of it's, grapes? Yeah, it's different okay. grapes. And this particular one is, oh my gosh, it's Merlot. Mm-hmm. I think it's predominantly Merlot. And then there's, oh, I'm sorry. I got a little ring of wine on your table. My Ikea table. You're, you're, That's a decade old. How dare you, sir? Oh, yeah. Okay. It does say here. Oh, I was completely off. I'm so sorry. It's. <laughs> I know. It's Sangiovese, which we've talked oh, about yeah. a couple of times before. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we are, we're both very fond of that. Mm-hmm. It's also Petite Syrah, Ooh. Um, which is. A little cutie. It's actually a very bold, big. Well, big then wine. it should be called Petite. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why they do that. I think it's actually the size of the grape. Well, there we go. And then Chamberson, which is going to be typically more of a blending grape. I don't grape. think we've tried that before. Have no, we? they don't really do it as single varietals, okay. but, but it, it is a blending grape that they okay. use in a lot of French blends okay. and a lot of domestic U.S. blends. It mellows things out a little bit. Like Fun. Blend. Yeah. All right. Can we smell so, it? Let's smell it. Look at you. You're like almost ready to lead a tasting of your own. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Cheers. Let's smell. Oh, it's very fragrant. It is fragrant. I'm getting some like plum smells, I think. Yeah, it's definitely a fruit forward and dark fruit too. Like yeah, dark fruit. Yeah. Black plums. Mm -hmm. Can we try it? Is that that all you're getting? Is that where you want to stop? No, I'm going to say grapes. Don't. Oh my God. Okay. Let's just taste. Can somebody please make me a shirt that says it tastes like grapes? No. Please do that. Please don't. Yes. Don't encourage her. Topher can get the matching one. That's it says, like, it's not. It's not. <laughs> we can be like those weird old people who wear like matching shirts to Disney together. Yes. This is like, I'm with stupid yes. and then stupid. Yes. Yeah. All right. So let's taste. Okay. Oh, it's sweet. It's not. Okay. <laughs> I thought there was no wrong answer, Topher. It's not sweet. I'm getting sweetness from this. It's dry. It's very dry, but it has a riper Maybe that's what I'm getting. to it, yeah. Tover is looking like he's going to smack me. It's very drinkable. It's, oh, it's dry super drinkable. and tart on the front end, mm-hmm. but then on the back end of your palate, that's where I think you're getting some of that sweetness. That sweetness, Because yeah. it's, it's like fresh ripe fruit. Yes, yeah. Not sugary at all. No, it's when just, I said sweet, I didn't mean sugary. Yeah. It's almost refreshing because it ends that way. Mm-hmm. So even though it's tart and dry at the front end... It makes you want to come back and have another sip because it kind of washes. So this over is your like palate. an after workout kind of wine. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Like if you need to hydrate. Oh, you drink. You open yeah. this bottle. So let's talk about our bottle. Yeah, it has a really pretty label. Well, let's say the vineyard too. So this is Arrington Vineyards. Mm-hmm. It's got a beautiful drawing on the front, an mm-hmm. ink drawing. 
the Arrington Fox and the Grapes. So it's modeled after the Aesop's Fable. I like that they label that in case you couldn't tell what a fox and grapevines were. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's always nice to, you know, cover your bases. Sure. And this is called the Red Fox Red, mm-hmm. which I like. Blend number 1819. Okay. Oh, it's 14.5% oh, oh by boy. volume. It You're doesn't taste treat. that, though. It doesn't taste it. It's but very, like you say, what is it? Easy to drink. Easy. It's, you say something about like it's very smooth and it's goes drinkable. down easy. <laughs> Which is Rachel's words for I can drink it and I don't really have to think about what I'm drinking. Exactly. So talk to me. Who is okay. our celebrity? So this is also kind of, and we've done it before, but this isn't as common for us. This is more of like a guilty or trial by association kind mm, of deal. Accused by association. Yes, accessory to the crime. Accessory to wine. Okay. This is Reba McIntyre. I love Reba McIntyre. Who doesn't love Who Reba? Who doesn't? I know. She has such mom energy and it's adorable. She's so great. Okay. She's quintessential Southern mom, right? Yes. Just like, I love you fiercely, but I ain't going to take your smack. Yes. Yeah. So this wine, for a little bit of background context, she doesn't make it. She okay. doesn't own the vineyard. Gotcha. But this is a wine that she likes to serve to guests frequently. Is that correct, Topher? Yeah. And I feel like actually, I, yeah, she loves to serve it. She always has it on hand, like when she was asked right. about her favorite wine or something. And she also likes to give it as hostess gifts yeah. when she goes places. That actually says a lot about the wine, too, that like it's not just something that you have on hand. If you're giving it to people as your go-to gift, then that means that you stand behind it. Right. You know? Yeah. So I think that's a solid accessory yes. connection. Yeah. So we're going to put her on trial right now. Yes. Let's go. Yes, we are. Okay. okay. Let me have a sip. I'm going to join you. Mm-hmm. So what do you know about Reba McIntyre? I'm going to say I don't know a whole lot about her personally, okay. other than the fact that she, until recently, was Kelly Clarkson's mother-in-law, mm-hmm. which that whole divorce devastated me. And I mm. wish that I could say that it was because I felt so bad for Kelly. I did. Okay. You know, she's my girl. I love her so much. Okay. But, I, you know, I plan on Kelly Clarkson becoming my very close friend at mm-hmm. some point, preferably very soon. Okay. And <laughs> Kelly, so, get going on that. And so having Reba as her mother-in-law and then the divorce happens, it shattered all of my hopes of... <gasps> being invited to come along to one of their family Christmases or Thanksgivings. Because can you imagine how fun that would be to hang out with Kelly Clarkson and Reba McIntyre? I think they're still friends. They are still They are still From everything I've heard, I think it was more... Well, Well, and she's the grandmother to Kelly's kids. And I I think that it was actually her stepson, but I don't really know. You'll you'll tell me about the connection Yeah, we'll get into that. But Kelly and Reba were friends before... Oh, the marriage. Cool. Okay, mm-hmm. that's great too. I think they continued that relationship afterward. Good, because that's precious. I love. Yes. I, like, there's something comforting about a world in which Kelly Clarkson and Reba McIntyre are hanging out. I know. Aside from that, obviously, I know that she is not even just country music star. She's mm-hmm. a legend. In the country so she's music been world. called the queen of country before because she has it. sold over 75 million albums. Wow, she's been doing it for a while too, she has. right? She has. I'm sure we'll get into that, but yes. I have a I have a memories at least of going back into like the 80s of seeing. Oh, like, before that too. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's right. been around forever. So let's talk about her. Yeah, let's. Okay. So she was born in Oklahoma in 1955. Okay. And she grew up on a ranch with her three older siblings. Love that. Her grandpa and her father were both champion steer ropers. Oh at rodeos. my God. It's like she was 
made for this. She really is like that salt of the earth country queen. She's talked about in interviews that like she and her siblings have ranch chores that they would do every day in the morning before school, every day when they got home from school. You gotta milk the cows, muck the stalls. Yeah, it's like doing all that. Like she talked about how she participated in like castrations of bulls and horses. Castrate like the bulls. all these. Like it's all, it's all in a morning's work, really. It's a real deal. So when you say like, yeah, she really was living the country life, she was truly. Yeah. Especially during that time period, oh, yeah. too, before like the there was so much 60s. like automated machinery. Right, yeah. yeah. She's not a country person who's pretended to be a country person. Right. Like maybe some country singers have. I'm not going to say any names because I'm not super in a country and I can't tell you. But also, too. But like, here's looking at you, Casey Musgraves. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's oh, the first, you're shitting on her. That's the first name that popped into my head. She's she's wonderful. She's pretty popular right now. So hot take from Topher. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke, Casey. I love you. Don't come know what on she our, sings. But let's say come on our show. Come, come on not, our show, babe. We're not a live show. Yet. Yet. I mean, I'm, I'm doing this live. Can you imagine if the studio audience is also drinking along with us? I how think, out of control it would be. I think this would be a fun, fun show. How many episodes can we get through, though? I give us five before we're canceled. Mm. <laughs> I think we'd be very popular. Oh, I think we'd be popular. We're what America needs right now. <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken to her. Okay, so her dad and grandpa were steer ropers. Mm-hmm. Her mom had wanted to be a singer, but it just didn't work out for her. Her mom worked as a teacher, a librarian, secretary, but she encouraged her children to sing and learn music. Something this is just did. the most adorable thing ever to think that her father and grandfather were these salt of the earth. Yeah. St- what is it? Steer roper? Yeah. yeah. And then mom is the school teacher, educated, passionate about making sure her daughters are able to pursue their dreams. I, know. I love this. Well, and this she- sounds like a Beverly Cleary book, doesn't it? It does. Oh, let's write it. Let's do it. Okay. And sign it Beverly Cleary. Yeah, but we get the money. <laughs> oh, for sure. Not her. Statement. And the credit. Yes. We're just using her name to sell. Yes. <laughs> Fair. Fair deal. That's how we do all of our stuff. Correct. Well, basically. But Reba said that like on car trips that her family would take to go see her dad perform, her mom would be driving all the kids and like teach the kids to sing in harmony together. Love that. Family harmonies are the best harmonies too. But are they a little creepy too? Are they? I think family I bands. I grew up in a singing family, so. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Creepy. Okay. Also, considering that we were Swiss, we were kind of like the Von Trapps, but... which is kind of creepy now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. We had on the matching lederhosen made from curtains. And in this instance, though, my father was a Nazi, not running from the Nazis. Okay. So. Was your mom also a nun? <laughs> a bad nun? She's a very bad nun. Oh, no. Okay, so her siblings, Reba and her siblings, formed a group when okay. they were in high school called the Singing McIntyres. Isn't that adorable? It is, and it, it hits straight to what they do. Like, are these, you know are what these it oboe is. players? No. no, they are not. Are they pianists? No. no. Flautists? No. No. They well, sing, God Are there accordions? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I guess you for, could do that and... You can sing, right? International sign for accordion. <laughs> and again, I love that you're gesturing... Especially like our viewers can see. God damn it. Why do I think this is a TV show today? We're not even drunk yet. What's happening? No, we're not. I just forgot the concept of a podcast, apparently. Anyway, so they did that. They started performing in local bars and places like that. Okay. They recorded a song about their grandpa. Oh. He was a famous steer roper, too. Oh, he was famous. Well, locally famous, at least. Still. 
I'm not in the steer roping community, so I can't right. really say how famous John McIntyre truly is. Is it kind of like the drag community where you have to be inducted into it and then you have your special name that's given to you? Mm-hmm. It parallels perfectly. He was like Slim Jim McIntyre of House of McIntyre. Yes. Yeah. That's how it is. We will not check that. Don't challenge us. So they did that. So they started recording and recording. God damn it, Rachel. What were they doing? Again, we're not actually drunk yet. What's wrong? They started recording and doing that. But Reba was really the star of all. So I mean, we know this. I mean. She's the one who made it. Oh, she's also, I forgot the other thing that I know about okay. her. She's also, like you, a busty <gasps> redhead. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that comparison. Let's do a little cheers because mm. I appreciate that. Clink. So Reba actually ended up going to college for early elementary education with a minor in music. Okay. Which I think is adorable. That's so cute. Kind of following in her mom's footsteps. Mm -hmm. But while she was in college, she was continuing to sing and perform. And she caught the eye of a music producer in Nashville, which if you're in country music, Nashville's the place to be. Right. So she went and recorded um, some demos for him and ended up getting signed to a record label. Mm-hmm. So she was like right in the mid. I don't know if she actually finished college or not, but it was like right around that time, late teens, early 20s, when she actually got her record deal yeah. and began recording. Even if she didn't finish college, I really appreciate that for the time period that this was, which would be what, like 1973? Yeah, she this would have been the 70s, 18? yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. early 70s. Yeah. That it was important to her that her mom had instilled that in her as a woman in a rural area to go and pursue her yeah, education. Yeah, get, get your and, degree. You have opportunities find, ahead yeah. of you. And I think that's really, really cool that her mother was able to instill that in her, you know? Yeah. Now, nowadays, I don't think that college is as important as it used to be. I think that there's a lot... True. There's a lot to be said for personal experience, work experience, trade school, tech school, things like that. Like, sure. it's not quite the same situation. But back then, especially for women coming you know right out of this like major movement in the 60s like it was still kind of it was the way to open doors yeah yeah for sure yeah now a college degree doesn't mean the same thing as it did it definitely does not and yeah our student loans can i can tell you yep if (laughs) If any of you fans would like to pay those off for us we will gladly accept thank you thanks in advance just send us thousands of dollars we're cool with that yep fax it Mm -hmm. yes please fax us the money we've discussed how you can fax yeah, people money. It's valid. It's up-to-date technology. Fax us some traveler's checks, like something, anything. Yes, tra- it has to be a traveler's check. <laughs> when was the last time you used a traveler's check? I've never used one. Really? My, my parents used, used to <gasps> use them on road trips. Oh, on road trips. So I did use traveler's checks the first time I went to Europe. And this was like 2001. It's my high school I wasn't German class. Yeah, shark over. <laughs> So what's the so point? So I had to like go into a bank and like, it's the point is like if your money is stolen, like you don't so the, it. So the checks, yeah. So basically you're getting pieces of paper that have money associated to them, Correct. right? Like it's like in denominations, like fives and tens and stuff, sure. but it's not actual cash. Correct. So then if it gets stolen, you can call Somebody and cancel it. You can cancel it. Somebody can't just cash it for you. Because like when you went to a bank, so what, what I did was like, I got my little traveler's check from my bank here in Atlanta Flew into Berlin. I went, had to find a bank in Berlin and like be like, I want to get. And that was that, that time it was still like Deutschmarks. Like they hadn't even switched to Euros right. yet. So we, like I got my Deutschmarks. I know. So I got my Deutschmarks out for however much money that was that I had written on the yeah. traveler's check in dollars. This was when? 1931? Mm-hmm. 1941? Yep. Yep. It was 1941, right in the midst of World War II. 
What a, what an interesting class trip that must have been. It you know looking back, it seems a little suspicious. A little sus. Yes. It didn't help that your teacher's name was Frau von Herring. I know. So weird. No, my German high school teacher is the sweetest lady in the world. I'm sure. Fact checker remembers her. Do you remember that she would wear, like, on the first day of school, like, a full-on, like, dirndl? Oh, yeah, she did that. What's a dirndl? So, it's like the... So, you know how, like, dudes wear the lederhosen? Yes. It's the woman's equivalent, where it's, like, the big poofy skirt, oh, and you have, yeah, like, a yeah. little embroidered bodice. got the, bodice the bib, sort, sort of, of overall thing. bib thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I have always... You know, my, my heritage is Swiss. Mm-hmm. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted... And it used to be for Halloween, but now I think I just want it for a sexy summer look. I want to sure. get like a really cute floral or brocade lederhosen. Well, but the embroideries like, on them are like really nice. They're beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But I want to do it with short shorts. Oh, that's easy. Like Cuff super it. short shorts. Yeah. And then either no shirt or net shirt or transparent shirt or something mm. like that underneath. Mm-hmm. And just saran wrap yourself. Right. And then obviously have the hat and everything. Obviously. Yeah. And then like if it were Halloween, I'd be going as the Swiss mister. Instead of okay. Swiss Miss, you know, okay. and I have, like, my hot chocolate all the time. Mm-hmm. It's actually just gin with marshmallows in it. Not really. And chocolate sauce? Ew, gross. No. <laughs> no. I ruined it. But I think that would be a really cute little... I think you could pull life. it off. But I'm afraid that people wouldn't get that I was the Swiss mister. They'd be like, Ricola. Oh, yeah, that's the fear in this look. Not that you're going to be hot and sweaty. Why would I be hot and sweaty? You are wet wearing a leather outfit in the midst of a southern summer. With no shirt, and it's You're short shorts. You're still gonna sweat, Topher. You have got leather covering like your genitals and butt area. You're gonna get like swamp ass. No, I'm not. Yes, you. Uh, You're gonna follow me around with a mister, and you're gonna like <laughs> mist me. <laughs> Like I'm an orchid. Why have I been roped into this outfit choice for you? Well, it was in your contract when we started the podcast. Oh, damn it, I should have read it. You really should have. <laughs> That's why you get 100% of our profits, right? Yes, 120% of our profits, damn, actually. Damn, is that to pay you? Yes. Oh, no. This is not a good business deal for me. All right, let's get back to Reba Mac. Anyway, Reba. Oh, before we do that, are you getting any other tastes? Mm, let's see. On the nose, it's opening up a little bit more, and there's... It's still fruit, but there's also some dried fruit going on with it. Like, okay. Can I say something and I may be totally wrong? Okay. I'm getting a little bit of a chocolate taste. Yeah. <gasps> Am I right? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Not just because we're talking about chocolate and that just got in my brain. <laughs> no, there's, I and mean, maybe that's where you're confusing some of the sweetness too, is there's kind of a cocoa <laughs> undertone I, with you're the You're so right saying confusing. I'm just saying I'm flat out wrong. You've gotten a little bit nicer in the past 10 minutes to me. I kind of went into, like, I'm working in the restaurants again and talking to, like, a, a client or a guest. <laughs> Where I'm like, I can't call you a bitch. I'm but... just going to point out nicely how you're completely off base here. <laughs> no, no, I think you're right. You're getting okay. the, the cocoa. And not like a Hershey bar kind of chocolate. No, more like a cocoa powder. Yeah. Oh. I like it so far. Let's pull up. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, fact checker. So how much money does Fact Checker get from this? What's what's his contract? He gets to watch me roll around on my money naked, and okay. that's enough for him. Does he also have to pay you? Yes. Oh, $120? We don't so? need to talk. It's not polite to talk about the salary of other people in the company. That's true. I forgot. Capitalism. <laughs> we don't need you guys comparing notes. Nah. All right. So let's talk about Reba. Yeah. So 
She started recording in the 70s. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which in my mind, I always kind of associate her with like the early 90s. Like that's kind of my association yeah. with Reba, I think, because I would that's... I so too. That was kind of her, not golden age, that's the wrong word because she's still going strong. But like that was kind of the... I think that's like her she mainstream really popularity. Yeah. 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 She came into her own. But she's been recording for a while. Don't you want to see what her early, that mid to late 70s she looks, style was? She for looks her? the same. Really? Her Even face the clothes and looks stuff? the same. Clothes, no. Her face looks the same. Like she does not look any different now than she did before. I saw a yearbook photo of her. She looks the same. That's so great. Even now that she's in like her, her late 60s, same face. Love it. She's one of those people who does like not change. Yeah. Okay, so, all right, so fact checkers, yeah, I mean, like, hair and clothing has obviously... Oh, my God. She definitely went, had, like, a perm phase in the yes. 80s. She had some, like, 70s waves I love the 70s too. waves. I think this is my favorite. We definitely need to, like, so we save need this to and post, post it. So this the is, like, very... on this hair. So her hair is super permed, super poofy. She has a leather jacket on. It's very much a Glamour Shots kind of vibe yes. to the photo. It's a, first of all, let's... Bear in mind, this is a fringed black leather jacket. What else would you expect? What else? This is the She's most like glorious giant, thing ever. giant, like, rhinestone. They look like clip-ons. Yes. On her they ears. They have to be clip-ons. Oh, they they have look to like, be. Yeah. Pull your earlobes down. Um, that's She's a given a sassy photo. little pose. She's sitting on a stool. It's very sort of like high-end Olin Mills kind of yes. vibe to it. Yeah. It's definitely like you went to the mall for a fancy photo. Right. Which, did you ever do that? Oh, Yeah. Can I um, see those photos? No, because my parents that I don't speak to have them. Um, Can I write them a letter also, demanding we, them? Right. Can I get a lawyer to write a letter? We also, because, you know, my, my dad was in or is in the ministry. And mm-hmm. um, when I was in elementary school, the church that he was on staff at at the time had, a, it was a big church and they mm-hmm. had a large church directory with all of the church members. Mm-hmm. And so it was like a yearbook. So every year you would go <gasps> and you would photo. have a family photo oh. and it would have your name your mm-hmm. children's names and then your phone number in case people need to oh, get in touch with like you. Oh, were people like judgy about other people's photos? Oh yeah, yeah, nice. Oh, this is a Baptist church. We're judgy about everything. <laughs> you kidding of course, me? What'd you expect? Jesus. So the one time that I actually like did glamour shots was with my mom. It was my freshman year of high school. You did mother daughter glamour shots. Yes, we did. Rachel, I love you so much. <laughs> This is you, I know, I know Fact Checker has seen them. Do you remember seeing them at my mom's house? I feel like you did show them to me at some point, but I might have. No, I wasn't drunk because drank most of the champagne. Yeah. Oh, she did have a good bit of champagne there. But yeah, they're still displayed in her home in her living room. I look like a child prostitute in them. I love it. My mom looks like a normal adult woman. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a normal adult prostitute. But yes. Um, uh, the makeup was very heavy. During very those, heavy those makeup. Days. Very yeah. soft lighting. Yes. Where they make everybody look about forty-five, regardless of how old you actually are. Yeah. I love that phase. They're you know, super into like the the faux leather jacket, but also like a nice feather boa to offset it. Oh, for sure. For sure. And they have you do the weirdest poses. Can we talk about that for a second? Yes. So I don't have any glamour shots like that done of me. <gasps> However, okay, we need to do glamour shots. Now. We do. We should totally do that. Oh, yes. But I do have my senior photos. And so my last two years of high school, I went to 
this thing in the suburbs of Atlanta mm -hmm. that was basically like a private school for homeschoolers. You mm -hmm. could take, you know, the different classes and stuff that you couldn't do at home. And so as part of that, I got to have senior photos taken, right? And so they do the typical ones where you've got the tuxedo bib sure, on, yeah. you uh -huh. know, like oh, those are the weirdest so things. Weird, yeah, so weird. But they also had one where it was more of like a I get to style myself kind of situation, and I was just very appropriate for the times, wearing you know bootcut jeans, mm -hmm. and I had on like an American Eagle sweater that was like mm -hmm. a turtleneck that zipped up the oh yeah the front you know the sexiest kind of thing. one yeah sexiest one because you could unzip it to reveal a little bit more Ooh, as the date went on yeah, <laughs> and so. I was not dressed provocatively at all, obviously. Did you have the sweater However, all the way unzipped? I don't know. No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. Fact Checker actually has this picture somewhere by his bedside. Oh my God, yes. The photographer <laughs> was directing me and telling me how to pose. And there was a bench chase launch sort of situation. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why do you have this for teenagers? I don't know. So the first That's few, so weird. I'm like sitting there, you know, like a normal like teenager. You're doing like the, the thinker. The, the, yeah, the like thinker the sort of, pose, yeah, elbow yeah. on the knee. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, all right, so now let's do a couple of others. And he tells me to was lay like, out. Let's do some fun ones. He did. Oh, And he was no. like, let's lay out on that's, that's this chase. <laughs> and so the one that ended up being like, and we didn't, for some reason, get to pick, oh, we want so many of these, so many of these. That's weird. He picked for us. Weird. So we ended up with a bunch of regular photo and wallet size and portrait <laughs> size of me laying in the position of Rose from the Went Titanic. My wallet. <laughs> yes. But rather than have my legs together, <laughs> I'm like this as I'm laying. Yeah. <laughs> so Topher, just for you all listening Topher like leaned back awkwardly and like awkwardly splayed his knees open one one knee and leg is laying on the chase long and then the other one is up at an up. angle for fun yeah it's like, Which a makes it it's like a sexy like I'm a I'm a naughty little boy but I'm athletic too yes Fact Checker has these photos. Fact Checker has okay. these photos, yeah. New new present gift for me. Can I give back what you gave me earlier? Can I get a copy of these instead? <laughs> That's fair. I would like some wallet size ones to put in my wallet, oh, obviously. Oh, for sure. <gasps> oh, wait. You know how you can get like personalized like debit cards and credit cards with the photos? <laughs> oh, please, my God. Please, as a gift to me, please get those for your financial institution. Yes. I think at the very least, once we're able to actually have a debit card for this business, we should probably have it on there. Yes, we should. Oh my God, this is my favorite thing. <laughs> anyway, the funny thing about it is I was so naive. I didn't think anything of it. No. But also my parents never said anything about okay, it. Okay, that's weird It wasn't part. until my mother several years ago gave me a box of, you know, like childhood memorabilia mm -hmm. stuff. And there were a bunch of those photos in there. Because like, what are you going to do with 20 wallet size photos? Give them to your friends. So. <laughs> that's obvious. So one of, one of the larger <laughs> photos was in there and fact checker sees it. Uh-huh. And it's immediately like, Topher, what the literal fuck? <laughs> is going on in this picture. And I was like, oh, that's my senior picture, blah, no. blah, blah. And he's like, why are you posed like that? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, was that your idea? Or was that that's the photographer's idea? And I was like, 
I was just doing what I was told. What are you talking about? And then all of a sudden, that's when it clicked and I saw it. And I was like, oh, no, I can very much see that being your idea, though, for your senior photos as well. Nowadays, that would not be surprising. But back then, not quite so much. Not for baby Topher. Not for baby Topher. Little baby Topher was very sweet and innocent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't. I hadn't even had my first kiss at that point. Oh my god! And you're posing like length. Yes, and open I was for like the thankful on they Jean-Benet Ramsey'd me. Like aside from the death part, and not being five. Can we establish a fan club where if people join, they give us money to join, they get these wallet-sized photos? I will send them wallet-sized photos of this. We'll Thank have to you. digitalize this photo too. We have to like, I guess you. S- oh, for sure. Fax it to your scanner. Yeah, you fax it to your scanner, and that's how you do it. We'll let fact checker figure yeah, out. Yeah, fact technology. checker can do it. So we can do like my little. Blue mm. pleather jacket pose. Yes. And then your scandalous one. Can we somehow Photoshop it so that you're standing directly behind me? Yes. I don't know how to Photoshop, but we will figure it out. We will get someone to figure it out. <laughs> Either way, we're making promises and we might remember to keep them later. Yeah, y'all have to remind us. So I hope you're taking notes. Honestly, it's on you guys. Yeah, for real. We make some fabulous promises, but if you don't follow up, how do you expect us to do it? So anyway, back to Reba's glamour shots. Oh, that's definitely the photo that we're using for the episode. Oh, for sure. Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Take so a note she. Of that fact checker. He he did. He's on top of it. Yeah, so she started in the seventies. She struggled a little bit. She had some issues with her label and management. That's pretty par for the course. Mm-hmm. She changed labels and manager in the eighties, and she had a little more success. She won a CMA Country Music Association award. Just in case you didn't know. Oh, look at me. And she made some commercial hits, but it was really like in the 90s when her career like really. So she did win a, a CMA in, in the, the 80s. In the 80s. That's, mm-hmm. that's cool. How so come like, they don't have a name for theirs? Like it's not a Grammy like a, or not like, like a, a, a boot. A cowboy a, a boot. booty. Oh, yeah, a booty. I want a booty. Woo. Yeah. So did you know this about her? This is actually like really tragic. Oh. In 1991. Thank you for the preparation there. I, I know. Because I was very eagerly awaiting this. I know. In 1991, she had more success. They were able to start taking private planes, part of her touring entourage, instead of just like getting on a bus. They had two planes. One plane was carrying her, her husband at the time, and her stylist and a couple of band members. The other plane was carrying eight other people in her band. That plane crashed. Oh my God. And San Diego killed everybody on board. It was like a pilot error, like the pilot had miscalculated. The What's wing. up with these pilot errors with these private planes? It's risky. Private planes are risky. That's why we can never fly them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like really fucked That's up. Really she sad. lost eight people that she had been playing and touring with for a really long time. Yeah. And I'm sure she had to perform point. that night. So like, what the fuck she's supposed to do at such short, short notice? This is before Craigslist. Yes. That's how you find musicians. Well, honestly, that is how people find other people for all sorts of things. So, <laughs> I don't know I'm shitting on that. So she wrote an album that came out after that called For My Broken Heart. Oh. And she dedicated it to those people who died. So and that was she... her 16th album at that point, by the way. Jesus Christ. Yeah, she, In 1991. She, she that turns was... out. Wow. Yeah. And does she write most of her stuff? Sometimes. Some things, some things are written by other folks. She's done a lot of covers, too, throughout her career. We'll talk about that a little bit in our cross-examination. Okay. I would love to hear yeah. some Reba covers. And she has an amazing voice, first of oh, all. Oh, she does. She really does. I'm not super familiar with her music, I hate to say, just because I don't listen sure. to a lot of country. But I know some of the really mainstay ones. She's got a powerful voice, but in such a natural, homey way that doesn't... Yeah. 
You know how some, especially nowadays, mm-hmm. there's a lot of very powerful female vocalists out there who you just kind of feel like they're assaulting you with their voice constantly, where you're like, you don't have to scream at me. So who would you say fits that? I'm not going to say names. Okay, I was trying to get you to call people out. Okay. No. Okay, anyway. Yeah, so that's kind of a like a really crazy thing that yeah. happened in her career. That's really sad. I'm glad mm-hmm. that she was okay. Yeah, it was, and it was just like a total fluke. Like she happened to not be on that yeah. particular plane. And you said her husband was on the same one as her. Correct. Okay. Correct. The people who died in that crash were obviously the eight band members and then the pilot and co-pilot. Right. Died. Right. So that was just kind of a weird sort of fluke. But in the 90s, like, really when her career, like, really took off, she had a lot of mainstream success. She had some kind of, like, country pop crossover songs yeah. now and then. Okay. So I think, like, that's when I had heard some of her songs as a kid and knew of her. Even yeah. Even though I don't think I could. I didn't listen to country. My parents didn't listen to country. Same. But I still knew, like, oh, Reba McIntyre. Like, I knew who that was. That's one of the really, to me, wild things about these legends. And I think that's what makes them legends, too, is mm-hmm. that you don't have to listen to their music or even like there are people that I can't list a single song that they do, but I know who that person is. Right. Like I know, I know what they look like. I yeah. know. Yeah. I kind of think of as like Reba's career is kind of similar to Mary J. Blige's and that they mm. are so prolific. They've worked okay. with so many different people in the industry, but sometimes it's hard to pinpoint like, Oh yeah, that's a song from that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know them, and you're like, oh, yeah, they're super famous. I know them. Yeah. But if to put you on the spot, like, name a song, you might be like, ugh. Right. But when you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's that person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Question. Mm-hmm. Has Reba ever performed a duet with Dolly Parton? Yes. <gasps> mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, they've performed. She actually, one of the original songs that kind of got her on, like, the music producer's radar was she covered Dolly's song, Joshua, which I'm not super familiar with. I'm not with. familiar with that one, actually. Mm-hmm. But she covered it and that kind of like got the attention of a music exec in Nashville. Okay. And she and Dolly have done interviews together. It's really I sweet. need to watch that. That sounds wholesome as fuck. I know. Ugh. Can you imagine sitting on a porch with the ceiling fan going, oh. sipping on wine with Reba and Dolly and listening oh, to them like such a fun joke with each other and talk about their experiences? Yeah. That'd be so lovely. So great. So Reba has done, obviously, country, some kind of pop crossover. She also recorded a gospel album and released it in 2017. Okay. That's not unsurprising for Mm -mm. a country artist to do. No, and, like, she is very adamant about, like, her being Christian. Obviously, like, her family grew up with that kind of Christian identity, which, again, like, country music, you make that association. But she's also a very liberal Christian. She is, and we're going to talk about some of that. Oh, okay, good. So So she's... I was going to say, she's... Well, well, we'll get to that eventually, we but I would talk about it now her. if you want to. Well, so I have a memory and I obviously I wasn't it wasn't on my radar at the time, but I feel like so one of my old roommates who I'm still mm-hmm. super, super close friends with mm-hmm. is a huge Reba McIntyre fan. Okay. And so we would watch different awards performances and things like that mm-hmm. sometimes. And there was one and I want to say it was in the early to mid 90s mm-hmm. where her image, it was kind of scandalous for the time. She came out and she was wearing this, I want to say it was a red dress Mm -hmm. that had a plunging neckline, Mm -hmm. tons of cleavage. And I want to say it was when Fancy came out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that hair. 1993. Oh, look at that big poofy hair on her, too. Yes. But isn't that a great look? Yeah. That's like some sheer netting and then like super low cut. Yeah. Sequins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's great. And I also, I love... One of the things I really enjoy about her is that 
she comes from an era where redheads aren't supposed to wear pink or red. Mm -hmm. And she's like, fuck that shit. I look great in it, you know? I think redheads those. Mm. Redheads? I think that redheads look great in red and pink. I do too. I don't understand where that came from. I don't know. I think those are some colors that look really good on redheads, regardless of your complexion or eyes or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think those tones work really well with I do red too. hair. Which is why I'm wearing gray today. <laughs> but you look wonderful. Thank you. So let's talk about her being kind of liberal. Yeah. Let me go pee real quick. Speaking of liberals. Oh my God. I have to pee all the time. And then we will come back and talk about okay. how liberal she is. How liberal is she? You know what? What? Let's do a cross-examination. Oh, are we, we're not going to talk Here's about how little... Oh. <laughs> Siri, you didn't find shit. Okay, well, I should probably fill up for this. You should fill up. While you fill up, I will say that Reba has come out in support of Black Lives Matter. Thank which, you, Reba. Which for a country artist, I it's think is a huge. bit of a risk. You it know? is. Not for us snowflake liberals, but yeah. for... No, but their fan base is notoriously extremely conservative. Yes. Usually very Christian and wildly vindictive. <laughs> Seriously, you're not though. wrong. I know you're not wrong because remember, like when the we whole... don't boycott people the way that conservative Christians boycott people. It's it's a different like, reaction for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's very visceral. And honestly, I'm gonna fucking say it. Say if it. you are a conservative Christian Republican, why you're are you not... listening to this podcast? Why are you listening to this podcast? First <laughs> of all, but also you're a bad person. You're a less intelligent person, and you're a hypocrite who doesn't know anything about your own religion. There we go. So I think Reba is someone who really embodies her Christian beliefs in a way that is open and accepting and shows kindness and understanding and empathy. If she had a a child, Mm -hmm. a son or a daughter or person Mm -hmm. who came out to her as gay, trans, non-binary, whatever, I feel like she would have, it would have been nothing. Yeah, no, no issue whatsoever. No yeah. issue whatsoever. Yeah. I think- she she might have at the very most said in some sort of interview afterwards, like, I was afraid for them in terms of how what their struggle would be. But not... But that's a natural thing for any parent. Sure, but not as, like, what does this mean about me or my parenting or I reject this part of my child's identity. Right. And that's what I said at the beginning, like, she exudes mom energy. Yes. That's kind of what I mean in that, like, yes. kind of loving and protective. Yes. But also kind of, like, sassy, no-nonsense mm-hmm. kind of way. I'm so jealous of her grandkids because I just feel like she'd be the most fun grandma ever. Reba, can you be our grandma? Can you please be my grandma, Reba? Or mom. Or mom, that's fine we'll too. We'll take it. Yeah. Or fun aunt. I'm here for all of the family. Yes, we'll take it. All right, can so I make a plate at your Thanksgiving dinner? That's what I'm asking. We'll, can I come we'll, for a plate? We'll bring the wine. I will bring, well, she's got plenty of Arrington, I'm sure. We'll bring another nice wine. Yeah. At least. I'll bring something. I don't know yet. I'll wing it. I bake, so. I don't. (laughs) Let's do a cross-examination. Okay. Okay. So this one, I'm going to ask you about some of her songs, but it's not going to be a lyrics cross-examination. Okay. I'm going to tell you the song, and you kind of tell me the general gist of the the story behind the song. I love this. Okay. And I will give you credit if you're close or if I like it. (laughs) Well, obviously you're going to like it. It's very Rachel rules. I'm a very gifted storyteller. 
That you are, but the rules are very arbitrary, so we'll see. It's true. So the first song is... You're such a fickle god. <laughs> I am. I'm hard to please. The first song is Fancy, which I think you are familiar with. So tell me what the song Fancy is about. It's about a girl mm -hmm. whose mother is whoring her out, essentially, yes. and mm -hmm. doing it in such a way that it's like, our family depends on you. Mm -hmm. Here's your one chance, Fancy. Don't let us down here. Yeah. And... In the end, she fucking gets what she wants. She's got a penthouse mm -hmm. and a New York flat, something yeah. like that. And she ain't done bad. Mm -mm. So you are right. Um, so fun fact about that song. Yes. My previously mentioned very, very close friend. He's mm -hmm. basically a part of my family mm -hmm. and former roommate. Mm -hmm. They, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm still adjusting to that. Sure. My bad. Um, they bonded with me over karaoke. That's actually how we met. Yes. You have and a lot of important people that you've met through karaoke. I love karaoke so much. I know. <laughs> Going to the gay bars and doing karaoke is so much fun. But they are a six foot something mm -hmm. country queen mm -hmm. exuding southern energy. Like it's yes. fucking here for it. Mm -hmm. And that is their go-to karaoke song. But they have I an incredible it. high falsetto register and they sing the entire song. Oh my gosh. It. And it is... It will bring down the fucking house. It is oh, so to, yeah. good. Oh my God. It's amazing. Did you know, because you're absolutely correct about this song, about like what it's about. Did you know that it's a cover? No, I did not. Fancy's it, a cover? Fancy's a cover. The song originally came out in 1969. Really? And I forget the artist, maybe fact checker can look it up because I forget who originally sang it, but that artist said Tammy that Tammy Wynette. No. The artist said it, something Gentry, I want to say. I could be wrong. Gene Autry? Yes, it's from Gene Autry. From Bobby Gentry. Yeah. That hair is she, everything. I know. She said it was a feminist anthem. Yeah. For that time. It totally is. And talk about being way ahead of its time yes. to be like, sex work is legitimate work. Yeah. So stop looking down on these people. Don't look down on it. Yeah. They're doing just well, not all of them. Not all, but in but this that's, in yeah. this, in this scenario, of the song, they're yeah. doing just have fine. you seen Reba's music video for this song? I'm sure I have at some point. I there's no way that I could be with Reba my likes a very cinematic music video. Yeah. She likes to tell a story. That's fun. I love it. I hate it when people half ass their music videos. She is not half assing it. So she's in a taxi and the driver's like, Oh, you're fancy Ray Baker, you're a famous seeker, my wife loves you, blah 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 blah. And they're pulling up to Reba's or fancy, sorry, childhood home. And she gets out of the car and that's when the song starts like her complex relationship with her mom mm. and her coming to terms with this experience and forgiving her mom, putting a lock on her mom's grave at the end of it da, 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 da. but the song ends where like she takes the property of this childhood home and makes it into a home for lost souls for like runaway i love that isn't that cute and sweet you know what's also very interesting there that mm -hmm. she did with this song with the music video is creating the allegory of associating prostitution with stardom yes i think that's a really yeah Especially for 1993. When yeah, this, this is came early out. 90s. Oh, I think 90 or 90. 91, because yeah. this is on like one of her big, like mainstream breakout albums yeah. that Fancy was on. So I know that the award ceremony where she performed it and was wearing the, the red dress. Yeah, that yeah. was 93. So maybe yeah. it was like 92 that it yeah, came it was, out. Yeah, yeah, early 90s. Yeah. All right. So here's another um, song of hers. Okay. It's called She Knows His Name Was John. 
So what's that song about? His name was John. I can go two directions. Okay, let's hear him. One of them is she had a one night stand and got pregnant and Mm -hmm. the father's name is John Mm -hmm. and that's all she knows. Mm -hmm. The other is she had a short-lived whirlwind romance with a soldier going off to war and all she knows is that his name is John. Okay, which one are you going to go with? I'm going to go with the former. Okay, and elaborate. What else happens in the song or the story of the song? She, by the end of it, probably names her, at least in the music video, she's going to name her baby John. After, after the father yeah. that she does not know beyond no, his name yeah. is John. But then it turns out he was a soldier the whole time. So it's <gasps> actually a combination of the two. It, came, it all comes yeah. together. And then he finds them as he comes back as a veteran. Oh, it's a happy ending? Yeah. Oh, they're all together at the end? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you're wrong. <laughs> On all counts? No, not completely. Oh, okay. Take a little sip. All right. Okay. So, mm. this song is about a woman who has a one-night stand. Okay. However, things go downhill very quickly in the song. Because he's into being pegged and she's not. No. In the story of the song, this woman contracts AIDS. Oh, my God. I know. In the actual lyrics of the song? Yes. Not the interpretation no, of no, the no, music no, no. video. Mm-mm. Oh, So this shit. woman ends up getting AIDS and gets, like, very sick and I think dies in the lyrics, too, if not in the music video. Wow. For it. Is this also early 90s? Yeah, this was 94. Okay. Okay. That's a little bit after the AIDS crisis. Um, well, I guess it's... toward the end yeah. of it, but still very much the time where people were still very uncertain. Like, oh, my God, AIDS. Like, can you get it yeah. from, like, hugging someone or kissing right. someone? Right. So like still a lot oh, of yeah, misinformation about... Oh, yeah, because this is like when Princess about, Diana was touching AIDS right, patients, and that right. was such a huge deal. Yeah, Right. But actually, the story behind the song is that one of the songwriters on it lost her brother to AIDS. So kind of wrote this, like, in memory of her brother. See, and this kind of shit right here mm-hmm. is, again, pointing back to why we have the view of Reba that we do. Like, I didn't even yes. know that. Yeah. But she strikes me as the kind of person that's just... And it's because she has had these experiences yeah. with people. She's actually lived out a life that is outside of what she was born into. She's, yes. She's expanded her horizons and had, right. yeah. So she has these songs that may be about like some difficult or in some circles controversial experiences, but she's singing. But she recognizes and, that it's real life. This yeah, is actually happening to people. Yeah, and singing and talking about it without judgment, I think is yes. the big thing. Well, and in this case, mm-hmm. I think that's a really smart way to make it from a female country artist who's very well respected. Mm-hmm. And it's from the point of view of the woman in the song mm-hmm. rather than a gay man. It's from a woman. Sure. I mean, that was AIDS. part of being like more kind of socially acceptable at the time too. Was like, but, it's, but it's a smart move because at the time that it was, that's a mm-hmm. gateway into making people think. Because if you can make them think, well, it's not... It's not this woman's it's, fault that right. she contracted AIDS. Then You're trying to extend empathy. Exactly. You're creating that that right. bridge of empathy mm-hmm. that they that can then be extended to sure. well, it's not the fault of this gay man that you Right. Know. Right. It's not a And honestly it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Like right. yeah. Yeah. If somebody contracts AIDS, like obviously that's a sad thing and a huge thing, but there shouldn't be judgment associated with that. Yeah. Like, this is a terrible situation. I'm sorry for you. Let's figure out how we can help yeah, support let's, you. Yeah, let's figure out the game plan. Right. Yeah. Not like, well, you were doing this and this and this. So. 100%. Mm. Yeah. I mean, as and this will come as no surprise to anybody, yeah. I'm sure. But as a gay man growing up in the community, I've had so many friends, especially in my early 20s. And this is a, a time where 
it's not a death sentence or anything like that. You know, it's a yeah. very manageable sort of thing. But there are so many friends that I've had that have gone and gotten tested and then found out that they were HIV positive. And it's such and a there's... huge thing. And you have to be there for those people. And and sadly, there's still a lot of stigma around it, too, yeah. rather than treating it like, oh, you have a chronic condition. Yeah. Let's figure out how we can mm-hmm. manage this and I can support you. Even within the community, there's a lot of yeah. stigma about it as well, which is unfortunate. But also, an, I think, a natural human reaction where there is ignorance, you know? Because it's born out of fear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good, well, good, for, on good you, for Reba, Reba. in 94 yeah. to be taking this on. And also that. to honor her songwriter friend who's making this music for her and honoring that person's yeah. brother yeah. who passed away. 100%. In a very respectful way. That had to have been a really amazing thing for that that friend, that mm-hmm. songwriter friend, to be able to listen to and be a part of. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. And that was like a pretty successful song of hers, too. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right, so we've got barriers. I know. So we've got two more for you. Okay. So I'm saying you're at like one and a half stars. All right. Out of I don't know how many. I'll decide that later. Okay. I'll decide later. So her song, I'm a Survivor. Do you know that? I'm a survivor. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh, What is it? Tell me what's it about. A working mom loves her kids and never stops. Yeah. So we've both been on TikTok a lot recently. That's how we know this song. No, I know this song because it's the theme song for her sitcom Reba. Which is weird to me that it was her theme song. I mean, it sounds... They also like jazzed it up in later seasons too. Oh, really? Yeah. They made it like a little more fun. Tell me what the song's about though. I've never heard the full version of the song. I've only heard the theme song part Mm -hmm. of the song. And based on what the show was about it really fit with that so Mm -hmm. i assumed that it was about a single mom who was doing everything that she could to try and make sure that her kids know that they're loved and that they're provided for Mm -hmm. can you tell me some lyrics i will say you're right on that concept of the song so go ahead and take a drink celebratory sip thank y'all tell me some lyrics though just so i can be a bitch when you're wrong um (laughs) well she talks about something about being a single mom who works Works too hard who works two jobs who loves her kids mm-hmm. and never stops. Yes, keep going. Something with the heart of a fighter. Mm-hmm. I'm a survivor. Yeah. Tell me the something. Bonus point rounds. I can't remember. Don't you remember? It's about hands. Give me an adjective to describe hands. Supple. <laughs> with supple hands and a heart of a fighter. She loves her moisturizers. <laughs> Well, she looks great for her age. Well, so she does. We want to Not even that. for her age. She just looks great. Well, I love the lyric of supple hands, though, in a country song. <laughs> with balled up hands? Because like, she's like going to punch someone? Yeah, with the heart of a fighter. She's the heart of a fighter. Okay, I yeah. see that. With no. I'm bringing these hands. <laughs> so we just like completely turn away from the supple hands to like aggressive hands. Oh, well, I mean, you could still have soft hands and take care of business in several different ways, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I know we were getting a thought. With gentle hands. Gentle hands and, and the, the heart, heart of, of a, a fighter. fighter. I'm a survivor. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead and take a celebratory Well, supple. I think that's supple, actually. I will give it of. to you. Fine. Take us up. So there were a lot of TikToks going around, maybe like a month or two back, okay. where people were playing that chorus. 
but of them doing like very basic things around the house and being like, oh, I'm so put upon. Like I put the milk in the fridge sort of thing. Okay. I take the trash out, but being like, oh, I'm a single mom. I've got gotcha. it so hard. Yeah. And they're really hilarious too. Because people started getting like more and more over like absurd, the top of it. Yeah. yeah. I love absurd shit like that. Yeah. yeah. And I know that TikToks are our love language. Yes. We do love to send each other TikToks. <laughs> They're very specific they are. TikToks too. It's either about Harry Potter. Yes. Or getting away with murder. Mm-hmm. Or having haunted children. Yes. And that's really Those it. Those are all our interests yeah. right there. End Whoa. of list. What more could one ask for? All right, you ready for your final one? Okay, let's okay. do this. I'm doing pretty well so far. You are like two, you know, I'll give you a half point. I'll give you three stars. Oh my God. I might take away one better than most for hotels. hubris. All right, two and a half stars. You sounded too impressed with yourself. You know what? Reba would tell me that celebrating myself and my wins is not hubris. Okay, I'll give Reba the half star. That's fair. I'll share okay. a star with her. Okay. No, it's just her. I'll share her stardom. It's That's just fine. hers. All right, here's our next one. It's called The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. <gasps> that was the night the lights went out in Georgia. Yeah, so what's the song about? Oh, man, it's a something about an innocent man. Yeah, it's about, mm-hmm. uh, this is about an innocent man being mm-hmm. accused of a crime that yes. he did not commit. Okay. And What's the crime? I'm going to say it's murder. Okay. Probably of a white woman, honestly. <laughs> I feel no. I feel like it's about a black man who like oh okay got accused of something really terrible, but he didn't actually do it. Like a very okay. Atticus Finch. Oh, it's like, a, to kill a, a Mockingbird. Mockingbird sort of recap. That's song not a recap, but yeah, I feel like it's kind of like that because it's okay. also obviously in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add to this? No, because I can't remember all the lyrics, but I do want to listen to that song again because oh, we will I watch the video later. Fucking love that song. Okay, so let me like lay a scene for you, please. So close your eyes and imagine it. Descriptive of language as you can. So the music video starts out with Reba and old person makeup. <gasps> old Reba. Yeah, it's old Reba, and a younger man comes to interview her. <gasps> Ooh. And she's talking about her brother, who had been sent yeah. to prison for murder of his wife oh why is her brother black her brother's not black that's something you added okay. it's not in the song Just clarifying okay everybody in this scenario is her brother white. could be black he could be but everybody in the scenario is white there's not like an Did added show her brother yes who plays her brother a white man that's all i know okay i'm gonna say it's john cusack all right okay weird choice but sure that's what I think of when I think of Reba's John Cusack. That's not what I think of, but when I think of this music video, I'm thinking of John Cusack. I love that you're still talking to me with your eyes closed, by the way. I really appreciate that. I mean, it could be Danny Glover, but you said he's not black. No, he's not black. Okay. So she's recounting this story to this reporter about her brother being falsely accused and sentenced to prison mm-hmm. for murder. Um, and she's growing- Oh, the wife. Of the, of the brother's wife. And she's going through the Who story- Who was probably depicted like a floozy. Yes. The brother's wife is Was a she floozy. blonde with big hair and lots yeah, of jewelry. And big boobies, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Total floozy material. Yeah. She's talking about how she never liked the wife and never trusted her and da 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 Because she was a floozy. Right. Well, it turns out the wife had been cheating on the brother. Because she was a floozy. Mm-hmm. We know this. And there's like this show, like the shooting of the, the floozy wife and the floozy wife's lover, whatever. Her and name was Floozy Flossy, by the way. Yeah. Floozy Flossy. Mm-hmm. Classic Southern name. <laughs> floozy Flossy May. And the brother went to jail and how the judge was corrupt and all this. But the twist. <gasps> it was M. Night Shyamalan the whole time. Yes. 
He played Floozy Flossy. Oh my god. He that's so groundbreaking. Oh no. Topher almost knocked over the wine bottle just now. I was very excited. No, the twist was it was Reba's character <gasps> who shot Floozy Flossy and the the lover. And the judge wouldn't convict her, but convicted the brother because the judge was also having a thing with Floozy Flossy on the side. The well, judge, why wouldn't he? It's convoluted, but we're living with this. Okay. okay. I do love the idea of Reba now being a murderer, too. Yes. And she's finally confessing and her brother wouldn't let her tell the truth because he didn't want his sister to get in trouble and go to prison. So he, he made her swear. He yeah. took he took the blame for it. And then like the end of the music video is like this headline, like 40 year old murderer confesses to crime. Da, 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 da. And it has like the from what I remember, and I could be just making this up at this point, like the spinning newspaper, like coming mm. to the forefront of the screen. Yeah. I'm kind of starting to think I just made that part up. You might have, but also now Wait, we can send some better, notes. Though? Yeah, we can. Let's send when some they remaster it. it. <laughs> like make the newspaper spin. Yeah. Yeah. That kind yeah. of thing, yeah. So. Um, interesting. I know. Wow. I know. So now why did the lights go out? Because she shot people the... and their metaphorical lights went out. Get it? Oh, the lights are their souls. Yes. This, I was really hoping she, like, hit, like, a breaker or something. Oh, was part of it? Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, super, like, stealthy, hiding with, like, camera no, on her face. No, she just, like, shoots them a bunch of times, but they're standing right next to, like, the, the Oh, is that, like, a ricochet onto, like, the power? The power Tower. Thing, ta- the power tower? Yes. The tower of power? That's right. That's right. Fact checker's nodding along. Yeah. That's we, what it's called. We know electricity. Come yeah. on. This song was also a cover. Ah. I know. It was originally about a black person. Maybe. I haven't listened to I'm sorry, but when I hear about, like, innocent men being killed in Georgia, I just, especially during this time period, I'm thinking about lynchings. That's that's not historically inaccurate. But I don't know how many country artists were singing about that in a progressive way. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, let's see how you did on the quiz. So, I'm going to give you... Three and a half-ish? Oh, my God. That means I got a 95. Well, it's out of a thousand. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. So finish your class. Wow. No, just kidding. You did really well, Topher. Thank you. I'm surprised you knew so many songs. (laughs) Think about what you want to say before you say it, and I take away your I really only knew one song, and that's Fancy. Okay. And then I knew a snippet of two other songs. But your instincts, like, guided you. Yes. Okay. All right. I'll take it. I felt like I was very connected to the spirit of Reba McIntyre. Mm-hmm. As I often do. <laughs> do you have like a little brace? Like, what would Reba do? Yes. I want, well, I know, but I want one now. Send it. Send it. Reba? Reba? I know you have some. You've got, you've got to have those bracelets, Reba. Yeah. Just in case you're wondering, rose gold <laughs> is, yeah. Oh, that's what you're into now? What do you mean now? I love I've rose never gold. seen you wear rose gold. Nobody's jewelry. ever bought it for me. I will go to Claire's and make a nope. purchase just for you. <laughs> nope. All right, I think we should fill up. Okay, he's filling up his glass first. Fine. Any other tastes, smells, sounds that you're getting? All right, let's see how how even we are now. I'm slightly ahead. I'm happy. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I actually... uh, Are you going to turn the tables? Let's turn the tables. Oh, no. (laughs) You look so pleased with yourself. I'm extremely pleased with myself because... I came across... 
Okay, on a side note, I feel like I have serious wine mouth right now. No, you actually look really good. But really? But that makes me feel like I have serious wine mouth because... I wasn't going to say it, but... I usually do. Well, you I don't. Drink. Really? Surprisingly okay. not. I feel like this is a wine mouth wine, but it's not. It's not. Well, it's because the dryness is coming through now. Does it seem less sweet now, first of all? I couldn't tell you. Rachel's gone. <laughs> Rachel has left the building. I will say yes, but only because you put that thought into my brain. Okay, fair enough. I need to learn to, like, ask more open-ended questions. Such as now. You know, I never know the answer. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right, let's go. Mm -hmm. I was doing some research mm -hmm. on this winery because I was trying to figure out what wine region is this in? And of course, we found out that it's not yeah. in a wine region at mm -hmm. all. Are these questions about Tennessee? No. Okay, good. <laughs> However, you know, we did discuss how it's totally okay to not have a wine region. You can just sure. make your own wine and you can come up with some really great stuff. This is a question. Are we brainstorming about our wine right now? We're not. God damn it, Topher. And as the proctor of this test, I'm going to need you to like be <sighs> silent and have your pencil ready. I don't have one and I refuse to get a pencil. So Tennessee's wine exploration began in the mountains during the Prohibition. Sure. Pre-Prohibition. Okay. Georgia mm -hmm. was also making wine. <gasps> you naughty Georgia. True or false? Not mid, pre. True. True. Yes, I got it. Okay. It actually had a fairly prestigious wine community. Really? In terms of its ranking, in the year 1900, mm. you know, your first through 10th kind of situation. Okay. In the world or in the in, U.S.? In the U.S. Okay. Where did Georgia rank? Ninth. Eighth. Mm, you're wrong. Seventh. Sixth. Fifth. Sixth! Oh, no. You switched to fifth. Nope. Sixth! Now you, get, now you have to take four... Sips. Okay. Sixth in the entire U.S. in 1900. When Georgia, the, look at you. When, oh, wait, Tennessee. No, Georgia. No, Georgia. Okay. When the prohibition hit, mm -hmm. it completely the annihilated. The prohibition. Yes. Mm -hmm. The big one. The big one. Not the tremors. The big one. <laughs> the big one. Oh, Reba was in tremors, by the way. Oh, my God. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. It all comes together. Yeah. Okay, keep going, though. So anyway, uh, mm -hmm. when Prohibition hit, it completely annihilated mm -hmm. the wine production in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And so it's only been since 1980 that they've been trying to revitalize it, which obviously has oh, not shit. been. Yeah. That's like a 50-year span. It would be. From Prohibition to 1980. Mm -hmm. No more than that. A little bit more than yeah. that because Prohibition started 1921, 22, 20. Um, the prohibition in Georgia started in 1917. Georgia, you dummy. Why'd you do that? We have a track record of really stupid we, things like that. And we can say that because we live here. So Arrington Vineyards, going back to Tennessee, mm -hmm. is in what is called Nashville's wine country. Correct. Even though it is true. not. Yes, that is true. Okay. Thank you, Rachel. What year did so Arrington Vineyards open? 19... Wrong. I said what I said. 2007. Damn it. Drink up. Okay. So. Really? That's not that old. Mm-hmm. So they've only been operating for 14 years. Yep. Hmm. This is going to be a, a multiple choice. All right? Oh, no. So this is planted over a 25-acre farm. Okay. Was the farm A, corn? Okay. B, hogs? Do you plant the hogs? C, chickens? 
Do you plant the chickens? D, buckwheat. All of it. Is that e. your answer? Yes. Wrong. Okay, can I choose again? Yes. Okay. I will Corn. not repeat. Nope. Wrong. Hogs. Yes. Okay. I feel like I get credit. It's planted over. No, you do not. It's planted you over a your glass twenty-five acre hog farm. Are this, these free-range hogs? Well, they don't exist anymore. They planted the vines they over. Where, they killed them all. Wouldn't you like to know what's in the soil of this hog farm? Hogs, hogs eat everything. Hogs are in the soil right now. I, I That's bet there's some bodies. <laughs> You're not. I'm not. But wouldn't that be fun? It would. Yeah. The winery has won several awards. They have a focus on quality, mm -hmm. which I can see. It's also a music venue. <laughs> okay. They're doing a lot. They are doing a lot. Okay. But here's the real kicker. Okay. You look so pleased. Say what you want to say. Because we are actually drinking a for real celebrity wine. <gasps> what? And you get to tell me who the celebrity is. <gasps> is it multiple choice again? No. It's fill in the blank. Oh, no. And it's pass or fail. <gasps> Nicole Kidman. Nope. Keith Urban. Nope. They live in Nashville. That was, that was good. It's. I'm out. <laughs> it's Kix Brooks of Brooks and Dunn. Really? Yes. Nareba has, has done songs with... Who has done songs. Yeah. They are Brooks good friends. Yes. yes. So she's basically supporting their winery by like giving... Reba, yeah. I love you for that. Isn't that great? If you ever open a hog forum... Nope. A hog forum. If there's ever a hog forum that you open, we will show up and have some very intellectual discussions. And Topher will turn it into a winery and I will support it. A swinery. Ah, nice. You're so stupid. You started it. Yeah. So as I was doing my, I my research, I was like, holy shit. Rachel has no idea that we're drinking an actual no celebrity idea. wine right now. Because, you know, I don't research the wines. I know. Because I don't understand. I know. I thought about like being really mean and going to a whole like thing about Kate's I don't know celebrity. life. But oh, I, I would not get that right. But then I realized I don't understand celebrities. So like I'm going to stick to my wheelhouse. <laughs> Can we have an episode where we switch and we both are terrible at it? This has actually been requested of us before by fans. <gasps> fans? Yes. Naughty they have asked fans. Us, they have asked us before to do what a thing where we called? switch. What are fans called? Tacons? No. <laughs> no? I no. But I do think that their rallying cry at like podcast con would be Tacon, Tacon. Yeah. So what bird-themed fan can we give them? Our flock? Yeah. Our flock of Flocksters? fans? Flocksters? I don't know. Flocksters, for sure. Go ahead and say it. I mean, it's nerdy wine shit. I don't know. The, the phylloxera flock? Okay, no, that's too nerdy. The phylloxera? You know I will not be able to remember that. It's the phylloxera. That sounds, it still sounds like an STD medication. Or just the STD itself. Like, you don't right. really know, like, am I being treated or do I have it? Like, I don't know. My doctor on? refuses to tell me and I'm very itchy. Every time I ask him about it, he just looks at me very disapprovingly and shakes his head like, with a disappointed... While I scratch my crotch. Stop trying to seduce your doctor, Rachel. We've talked about this. That's not what doctors like. No. That doesn't get... No. That doesn't get you a doctor? It will get you a doctor, but not in the way that you think. Oh. Well... Either way, Barbara Ann will be Gotta happy. Gotta itch them all. <laughs> okay, let's talk a little bit about Reba's personal life while we finish <gasps> this out. Yes, can I pee again, though? No. Please, 
You have a chamber pot and you know it. Just use it. I don't think you want that. No, I don't. Just kidding. All right, I'm back. And Andrew, thank you so much for that lovely interlude of 1950s hold music. Ooh, 1950s. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Personal life. Personal life. Does she have one? Yeah. How many times has she been married? Three. No. Four. Two. Huh. So she first got married very... Mm, Barely. Barely young. Barely indeed. Very young. To a man named Charlie Battles, who was a steer wrestler. That tracks. They were married from 76 to 87. Mm-hmm. Didn't have any children. He had two children from a previous she was marriage. 21. I know. Oh, she was a stepmommy. It's so young. I know. She was super young. Honestly, that's the case of like you were just too young when you got married. Yeah. And that starting at the same time as her music career starting was just a lot going on. Yeah, it sounds like probably a lot of family expectations mm-hmm. too. I'm sure he he probably he was a decade knew. older. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, thirty-one to twenty-one. That's a big difference it then is a big in difference. experience. Yeah. Not that ten years is like a huge gap in certain situations, but in that, in that circumstance, that's yeah. a big life experience gap. So they divorced. Okay. Two years how, later. How long were they married? Um, 76 to 87, so 11 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were married for a while. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. So in 89, she married Narvel Blackstock. I'm sorry, what? His name is Narvel. Nope. N-A-R-V-E-L. Nope. That's his, I can't argue with Narvel you. Narvel Blackstock? Yes. What kind of like, <laughs> I'm writing my first novel placeholder name is that? Narvel Narvel Blackstock. It sounds like I'm just going to, I'm going to write this nonsense name and knowing that I can just go through and like use the tool to replace it. To me, it sounds like Nermal from Garfield. Nermal. Yeah. Sounds like a, okay, so you know how you'd go to the dollar store as a kid and Mm -hmm. they would have the knockoff Barbies? (gasps) Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like that, but it's like knockoff knockoff Marvel. Mm -hmm. Marvel. Instead of, yeah. So this is the Narvel heroes and it's not Thor, it's. Spore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like. (laughs) Instead of Wonder Woman, it's... Amazing woman. Amazingly. Female. (laughs) Fantastic female. (laughs) Yeah. Batman is night dude. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, so she married Narvel Blackstock in 1989. Blackstock, You keep laughing at his name. I can't. He was a musician that worked with her who later became her manager. Mm. Mm, I got things to say. He had three children from a previous relationship, and they had one child together. She's all about these guys with... Mm-hmm. Previous... She likes to be a stepmom. Yeah. It's kind of her deal. Huh. Um, so they have a son together named... Susan Sarandon. Sh- named and... Shelby. I love the name Shelby. It's an classic, I have a cousin like, named Southern... Shelby. Do you? Man or Texas woman? Texas girl. Okay. I guess woman at this point. I nope. haven't seen her She's since she was, like, time. teeny tiny, so... They were together until 2015 when they divorced. Is it her... Stepson through that marriage yes. that was married yes, 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 to. Yes, yes. Okay. So her stepson, Brandon, was married to Kelly Clarkson. What a stupid name. I know. Honestly, it's the worst name you can ever think of. Worse than Narvel. <laughs> so she said about Kelly Clarkson, like, when Kelly and Brandon got married, like, mm-hmm. oh, how great is it to have, like, my buddy be in my family <gasps> with me? Oh, so when you said that they were friends before, you don't mean, like, they were, work acquaintances. No, you they mean were, like, like, true, like, friends. They were friends. Oh. Well, you know Kelly's song, Because of You? Yes. 
So she and Reba recorded a cover of it. I have heard that the duet version is really sweet. It's really good. Let me tell you something. Like honestly, I listened to it and I got a little teary. Yes. They mm-hmm. both have such amazing voices. And of course, Very you know. Very different styles, but it works together. It works together. Mm-hmm. But because you had talked about how Reba is able to do that conversion over to a more of a pop sound. Mm-hmm. it's She still has her country. Oh, for route. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Kelly is the opposite where she has more of a pop sound, slightly rock sound, but she can go Ooh, into... She does really good rock though. But she can go into country very mm-hmm. easily and have that twang because she is... She a is, country girl. Yeah, she's yeah. country, yeah. But with that so overtone nice of the pop. Mix. Yeah, it yeah. is a very nice mix. And I can see their vibratos working together really well. Their yeah. inflections, yeah. Well, interestingly enough, Kelly, when she married Brandon, Brandon had had children from a previous relationship. So Kelly was coming in as like a stepmom kind of role too. And then she and Brandon had children together. But now they are divorced. Yeah. or in the process of divorcing. I don't know if that's been finalized yet. Um, He's been a very total shithead. I've heard that, yeah. But He's she's getting awful. she's getting everything that she, she, she needs should, for it, though. Because it was kind of a similar situation that, like, he was her manager. Mm-hmm. But apparently kind of, like, misman- allegedly, whatever, mismanaged her funds, expenses, whatever. And was trying to get shit that he did not deserve. Yeah. Kelly deserved it, and Reba deserved it. And Reba's actually spoken out about that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Reba says that, like, she's still close to her former stepchildren. She still considers them her kids, and, like, their children as her grandchildren. So there's still that, like, really close relationship, even though Narvel isn't in the picture anymore. I just, I've never, ever heard that name before. I feel like it's a made-up name. Like, where does it I come from? I feel like from? it's a name that you name your goldfish. It is a goldfish. Isn't name. it a goldfish name? Or like if you have a dog that's just super derpy and can't oh, keep its yeah, tongue. Oh yeah, Narvel. Yeah, which yeah. adorable dog, by the way. Oh yeah, so here for it. But that's not a name for an adult man. Not that you want to have sex with, for sure. No. Mm-mm. But do you know that Narvel initiated the divorce? Say it one more time. Narvel. Who initiates a divorce with Reba McIntyre? No, and she was really upset and heartbroken over it. Oh wow! I know they were Did married for a long time. A long time. Well, like a month later, he got together with someone who's a, was allegedly say. a friend of hers. <gasps> a friend of hers? Not anymore. Oh no, Marvel, you fucked up. Reba, you know that I would never fuck your husband. Mm-mm. So you should be friends with me. Yes, exactly. But Reba is happy now. She's in a relationship with the actor Rex. Lynn, who you probably don't know the name of, that but you know like his photo. Rexlin? Yeah, Rexlin does sound like the name of education. Wait. Did you say a medication? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I did. What are you going to do about it? So I'm about to give you a medication. Okay. Here's all the pills that I'm on. All right. You're on Narvel. Um, I'm on Narvel. For I'm night terror. Rexlin. I'm on actor named Rexlin. What has he done? So he's, yeah. Wait, what? That's, yeah, that's a child. Like that person. Oh, okay. He's he's plays like kind of the cop kind of roles on procedurals. Fat Checker refuses to download the IMDb app and will only do IMDb on the internet. And same, it drives me Same fact checker, same. Crazy. Why download the app? There's no fucking reason. Fucking crazy. Also, IMDb, why do you have an app? Come on. Because it's instant and I can it's do all of my things. It's for people who have done like two credits so they can look at themselves all day long. It's for me to be able to watch a movie and instantly be like, how do I know that person? How Just do I know Google that person? It. Where was That's it filmed? That's what I do. Or ask Siri. 
That's an older picture of him, but he looks the same, basically. Not familiar to me whatsoever. But good for you, Reba, if and you're she happy. Like she's really happy. She's been with him for, like, the past, since 2019. So, like, okay. the past two years-ish. So, good yes. for you, Reba. For you. I wish you the best. I hope you and Rex are drinking your wine with Kelly. Do you think that like? Lives. Do you think they have that cute little couple tiff thing? That's not really a tiff. Like it's a playful tiff where it's like he doesn't actually drink <gasps> Red Fox Red. He prefers like like Scotch or something. Stupid. Yeah, or 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 like <laughs> or like a bigger like a, a the Cab Sauv version of the Arrington wine. And she's like, and he's like, but I'll let you drink it. And she's like, well, I don't need you to let me do anything. Kind yes, of, I think that's what's going on. And then she writes a song about it mm-hmm. called "My Wine" or. Or, finish it. My wine. Or. Leaven's fine. There you go. My wine or Leaven's fine by Tover. Mm-hmm. He gets a songwriting credit. Actually, I need to because I started it. Yeah, my but name. you couldn't close the deal like I did. Um, But my name comes first. Technically, alphabetically, mine would. Tover comes over Rachel. Well, if we're using my full name. Mm. Artofer. Also, if I were ever a writer, mm-hmm. I would be using, instead of my last name, my mm-hmm. middle name, which I'm not going to say on here, mm-hmm. but it would it would come before your last name too, so. Well, aren't we ahead in the alphabet? Yes. <laughs> All right, let's give a judgment. Okay. All right, you ready? You want to count down or you want to say yours first? Since you're ahead. No, let's do it together since oh, we're Oh, now we're equals. Okay. I'm very magnanimous that way. You are. All right. Three. Two. One. Not, not guilty. guilty. Reba, so, you did it. Good job. Or more importantly, she didn't do it. She's not guilty. You did it in the she fact that the we love you. We love you, you so much. You can do no wrong. Here's my thing with this mm-hmm. wine. Mm-hmm. This is a perfectly delightful mm-hmm. table wine. It's Ooh, yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It is breezy, easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. It's not pretentious. It's not overly Mm-mm. complicated. Mm-mm. It is just perfectly delightful. How, about how much is this bottle? Because we didn't mention that. This was like a $15 bottle. Perfect. Perfect. Maybe $25. Oh, not, okay. That's I can't price. remember which it was. I was looking at two when we ordered it and I couldn't remember. Still affordable. It's still affordable. And they have more expensive wines on their website as mm-hmm. well. If you would like to go and see Arrington Vineyards. And, and you can buy one for us. You could definitely fax us some wine. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a super easy drinking wine. Okay. And it's $25. Oh, $25. I was okay, right. Okay. Yeah. I think this is a great $25 sure, wine. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, easy. And also, I love that Reba loves it. I feel closer to her right now. Me too, Reba. Come on. We our love podcast. you. You do have supple hands in the heart of a fighter. <laughs> don't creep her out. We're inviting her. You don't talk about the smoothness of her skin. It's so silence in the lambs of you. I assume at some point we're going to shake hands. And I'm going to have to bring it up then. <laughs> no, you don't. Do you not? No. You never shake That's hands with somebody and say, oh, your hands are so soft. Nope. It's a power move if you do it to a straight guy, by the way. That's hilarious. Yeah. If you Next like, job interview, you I will definitely do somebody, that. You go, oh my God, your hands are so soft. What if I say your hands are not so soft? Is that also a power move? What if you say, oh my God, your hands are so slimy right now? <laughs> so our verdict is slimy. Slimy hands. Or, <laughs> oh, somebody just touched something sticky. Oh no. No, you can't say that. Why not? Not if you want to get the job. It 
puts you in a position of power at that point, <laughs> and now you can negotiate what you. Okay. Do you want that job where you only have to work once a month? Yes, I do. For six figures. Yes. Well, then you better start calling people's hands sticky and slimy. Okay. You will try it out and report back to us. Yeah. Okay. For more tips, listen to our other podcast. For more job interviews. On on how to score a job. Or a sexual harassment lawsuit. Okay. Well, if somebody thinks that when you say their hands are slimy and sticky, that you're coming on to them, then that person has issues that they need to take (laughs) care of. That's all I'm saying. Thank you. Cheers. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.